listen to our list It's our top five picks It's objectively subjective So listen along Our lists are never wrong It's not subjectively objective It's objectively subjective Objectively subjective that's right, it's time for another episode of Objectively Subjective, a podcast where we objectively give you our subjective top five list on many different topics, some current, some relevant, and others just cool, refreshing, bubbly beverages. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Paul Jansen, and I am joined with me again by... Uh, I am Blake, uh, Star Wars Episode Eight wasn't that bad, Alan... Ugh. Ugh. So I'm gonna start this one out. Oh yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna edit that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that's right. It is. Uh, we're back for another episode of Objectively Subjective, and uh, this week's topic is Blake. What's this week's topic? Uh, this week's topic is our favorite bottle of water. Our favorite bottles of water, uh, which is that um, uh, they're all the same to me. Uh, yeah, well, you know, they people were, say they're people say they're different, but they're lying. Yeah, I mean, you can taste subtle differences in some. Like they might taste cleaner, I guess you could say, or whatever. Like the filter they use might be different, but for the most part, yes. But it's like so subtle that it really doesn't matter. It exactly. really doesn't matter. I mean, I can get the same effect of uh, out of a Brita filter and putting it from my tap. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I do love smart water, but I think I'm just you know, I just like the bottle. Right. Well. You know, I like that water we have at work that isn't molecularly bonded. So That's true. Yeah, those are straight from Germany. Right. Right? Right. <laughs> but that is not our list this week. Blake, what is our what is our list this week? Our list this week is uh top five <clears throat> excuse me, top five sodas. Sodas. I meant to ask it's you this. Deep R- subject. <laughs> Yes, it's it's another throwaway subject, guys, and we apologize. Like I said, this work schedule is killing us. Good news is, hopefully, I think in a month, we're going to go back to our more cooperative work schedule. It'll allow us to actually do some more in-depth topics, and I think we got a fun one coming up for you guys next week uh, out of the uh, Blake's idea, and it, I, I really liked it, and then I think we're going to have some original fun stuff on it, yeah. but um, something to look forward to for you guys next week. But um, this is a topic I mean, I think everyone can relate to, though. I mean, every almost everyone we know drinks sodas and has an opinion on what they like and what they don't like. So, um, this just like most food, people are very opinionated about what they put in their body. So, um, I meant to ask you this and this is my fault before we made the list. We excluded energy drinks, right? Uh, I assumed. Okay, good. Cause I did too. I yeah. thought so too. Cause I was talking to Spence about this today and he goes, are you up on energy drinks? I said, I don't think we are. I, I mean, I'm didn't plan on it cause I thought that would be, I think you could do a top five energy drinks, but uh, considering I'm trying to give them up right now and I'm giving up a lot of sodas, this is a very uh, hypocritical episode for me. So, (laughs) but I'm not going to lie. I still love soda. I just know it's not bad for me. I need to start dwindling it out of my life. Not, not completely, man, because I still want to enjoy things, but every now, just being smarter about it, man, about how often I put it into my body, man, because you, you know, we're getting older. And uh, <laughs> things like uh, extra Coke a day does affect me. So how I feel by the end of the day. So also we've both peed rocks out of our dinger. So yep, the we've had a uh, old uh, rock uh, dinger rocks. So dinger rocks. <laughs> I think that's that's a song by Elton John, wasn't it? Oh, uh, that's just yeah lighter <laughs> stuff. 
<laughs> anyway. Oh, that's his early stuff. That's his, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, cro- Crocodile Rock. I was off. I looked it up. Uh, I looked it up. It was, I was off. It was, it, it was close. It was co- Crocodile Rock. Crocodile Rock. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so this week's topic is uh, going to be top five sodas. Uh, it's not going to be anything fancy. Uh, like I said, it'll probably be another shorter episode. We apologize. We will be doing better. Next week's episode will be legit. We promise it'll be a very well thought out and edited and fun episode. Um, I think it'll be one everyone will enjoy, and especially if you are, um, I would say, ages 25 to 40. Will probably be what next week's will be really targeted toward. But it'll also probably spark some conversation. Is it safe to just go and tell them what next week's topic is? Yeah, it's our top five 401k plans. Yeah, yeah, because you really need to start planning for the future, guys. Yeah. Uh, it's important to get your portfolios uh, in order. Uh, you know, Get a Roth IRA if you really can. Um, but, we're, yeah, we're going to do our top five uh, ways to invest next week. So I think it'll be real fun. <laughs> uh, no, our, our, our next week will be our top five childhood uh, toys so um which uh, you know everybody has now you know, no matter what what economic bracket you came from everybody had things that they loved to play with when they were kids and uh i think it's a fun topic everyone can relate to whether the toys that we played with you know what we're talking about and i think it'll spark feelings and nostalgia and stuff if people really start thinking about what they love and like i said we're gonna have a couple uh a couple surprises uh along the way next week too and hopefully you know, with more episodes to come. So, if uh, you think about it, this is uh, this is basically like the last season of Mr. Robot. A lot of filler, but the payoffs, all right. The payoff. Well, we hope anyway, because not, well, yeah, well, yeah, we hope. yeah, not everybody was uh, in this current conversation was happy with the payoff. But I didn't think it was the worst payoff that was possible. It wasn't Game of Thrones payoff. <laughs> Yeah, it made sense for the ending. It just wasn't the ending I wanted. If that makes sense, like I wasn't mad about the ending. I was like, ah, it's just, uh, it just wasn't the ending. It ended. It did end. We're talking about so, Mr. Robot. Yeah, yeah, it did. And like I said, the ending made sense. Oh it, no, I thought we were talking about uh, Game of Thrones. Oh no, 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 no. I, I didn't like Mr. Robot. I know you did. Yeah, I w- I didn't care for it, but I didn't think it was bad. It just wasn't the just. I didn't get enough resolution. I guess was my thing for. Because there was a lot of stuff that they never explained to the end of that, but uh, but it was still a really good show, and it didn't ruin the show for me. I just you know the whole kind of like we talked about this before. We can talk about this on a different episode too. But that whole last season uh, uh, wasn't wasn't for me. I just felt like they they steered away from what the show was, and it kind of I drifted away. And I, I by the time it was over, I was ready, just ready for it to be over, honestly. But uh, but I was never like. I, I like the show, you know, but I didn't love it like, you know, like Mark Don and you guys did. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. That was a really good show. Um, but I imagine that'll be on some list that we'll do in the future regarding TV shows, like dramas yeah. or whatever. So we'll ha- we'll talk more about Mr. Robot on a more appropriate list. Um, so without further ado, I think we're going to go ahead and dive into uh, our top five so we can get this ball rolling. Um, uh, Blake, do you – who went first last week? We did Candy last week. Um, uh, what was your five or your number five? My number five last week. Hold on, I have it right in front of me, and I should know this off the top of my head. But considering it's my top five, 
Well, you know, there's a lot of trouble for you to tell me what your number five was and me still not know who went first. So right. we can just go ahead and just... I just realized I skipped a page in my notebook and it makes me mad. So they're going to be out of... All my episodes are going to be out of order when I'm done with this book. Anyway, I'm going to have to start numbering them. My number five was Kit Kat. So, uh, you went first. So oh, so you'll go first this week. Yep. Okay. All right. So, Blake... Just go ahead and, let me go ahead and drop it. Yeah, go ahead and give me your number five, Blake. Uh, my number five has 23 flavors. Ooh, I know what it is. What is it? Uh, it's uh, Grandma's Home Brew. Brew. Grandma's Home Brew Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Do- Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Uh, um, I'm not going to give you a history of Dr. Pepper, even though I know every single detail. It is very long. I did look it up. It is very long. <laughs> I just know there's 23 flavors, and plum's one of them, right? I think so. Uh, I think medicine is another one, like cough syrup. Uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when I was when I was younger, was like uh, Dr. Pepper would like give me the runs. It's like why, why? Because apparently, like plums in it, and I could look that up, but yeah, I wonder what the twenty three flavors are. Hold on, real quick, because I am intrigued. Uh, uh, keep talking, and then I'm gonna look up what the twenty three flavors are. Uh, okay, Dr. Pepper. Uh, I only like the base base model Dr. Pepper. Uh, I did like the cherry, and I do remember it being sponsored by Gene Simmons for some reason. That might be not accurate, but for some reason it sticks out in my mind. Um, it was okay, but it's not in my top five. Base model Dr. Pepper is where it's at. In a bottle, by the way. Plastic bottle, because we're doing that. Oh, right. yeah, okay. That Yeah, I meant to tell everybody. So we're going to tell everybody as the sodas go along what version of that soda, like how we drink it, whether it's glass bottle, plastic bottle, in a can, from a fountain, so on and forth, is our favorite version of that. So um, you said it. So which one from the plastic bottle? I I prefer it in the plastic bottle, which is, you know, weird. The 20 but, ounce, whatever, yeah. Yeah. It is better than it is in a can, because for some reason, Dr. Pepper in a can does not taste good. Oh, Meats is back. Meats is back. We haven't heard from him in a while. No, I Sorry. heard. I also heard Anya that time. <laughs> How I can't hear any of it. Well, I mean, I heard Meats, but I heard her go stop. <laughs> 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 okay, so while we're on topic, uh, Meats. No, I was kidding. Uh, so the tw- the twenty three flavors. I got them listed here. Are you ready? I'm sure. Yes. I think this is all twenty three. So it's alphabetical order. It's uh chair. Uh, it's cola. Not alphabetical order. It's cola, <laughs> cherry, <laughs> licorice, amaretto, which is almond, vanilla, blackberry, apricot. Uh, it says blackberry twice. Caramel, uh, caramel pepper, uh, anise, uh, sarsaparilla, ginger. Hold on, wait. Back backtrack. Anise. Yes, like as in star you mean anise. anise. No, A N I C A N I S E. Okay. Yes, uh, anus, uh, sarsaparilla, uh, ginger, molasses, lemon, plum. You were right there. Orange, nutmeg, cardamom, allspice, coriander, juniper, birch, and prickly ash. Well, that plum though, <laughs> be hitting them guts. So basically, yeah, and it says the flavors are combined, made up the smell of a pharmacy where Dr. Pepper was created. So, uh, and he wanted to recreate the smell from his pharmacy because he liked how much it smells so much. I guess that's probably why it's called Dr. Pepper. Uh, 
Mm. Well, there you go. There's the history. I'm guessing there's the flavors because the guy who created his name is not Dr. Pepper. So, if they was to do just a straight plum soda, God, that'd be fire. I bet you there Dr. is. A, I bet this you, I, Dr. Pepper plum edition. I bet you. I guarantee you there is a Japanese plum soda because plums are huge in Japan. Let's see, plum soda, plum soda, any kind of plum soda. You see, plum soda, eat cho food. No, these are all like recipes. Yeah, Japanese plum soda. Yep. Huh. Yep. So there's a bunch of them. Vietnamese plum soda. Soda zimui. Salted. Right, well, salted there you go. Salted Chinese. Yeah, plums are huge in Asia. So. Well, there you go. The more you know. And no one's half the battle. Go, Joe. <laughs> so. so, yeah, my number five uh, is Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, it which stand, is, it stands on its own, which is like a huge conglomerate now. Like they, I think they combined with what Keurig to be a major company. It's called Keurig Dr. Pepper. So it's like them. They're one of the three major soda companies. You know them, Coke and Pepsi. So, mm, which you know, nice. Do, Dr. Pepper wasn't always. I think it was two thousand eight when it they, was Coke, right? It was Coke. Uh, I want to say it was Pepsi at one point too, and I do know it's distributed in Europe by. One like some countries is in Coke, I think some countries are Pepsi, and but now it's since two thousand eight they've been uh, their own company and they combined with Keurig to be like this. They own a bunch of different things. So once again, your number five, my number five, Dr Pepper. All right, so we're gonna move on to uh, my number five. So my number five is a variant of a main soda, um, and so without further ado, my number five is Mountain Dew Code Red. Nice. Um, yeah, I love Mountain Dew Code Red. Uh, I feel like this is the one soda I drink. I feel like I'm killing myself every time I drink it. Yeah, this one's rough. It's because it tastes like a melted icy. Yes, that's still that's still cold. Pure syrup. It just tastes like yeah. pure syrup. I'm just shoot like I, something. I feel like I, this is diabetes in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a is cherry flavored Mountain Dew, which you know Mountain Dew is owned by the Pepsi company. Um, it is fairly, fair, no, I say fairly new. It's almost 20 years old now, but it hasn't been around nearly as long as the original, but it came out in 2001. And I remember this uh, soda being an, uh, announced vividly because I already loved Mountain Dew. I was in high school, which, you know, you know, high school boys is kind of the target audience for Mountain Dew. <laughs> like, yeah. and they released this new cool cherry flavor, which I love cherry flavored everything. So I was like, this has got to be good. Uh, I was right. Me and my friend Steven and Andrew used to, uh, like, we'd stay up watching, like, cartoons on Cartoon Cartoon Friday and, like, movies and just dumb stuff on Adult Swim and chug, like, three, this is back when three liters were still around because they don't make three liters anymore. We used to, like, chug the three liters of, like, uh, of Mountain Dew Code Red when this stuff came out and it was it was like crack. Um but uh I have it's, if you would have asked me probably ten years ago this would have been much higher on my list. Uh but I, the older I've gotten uh my sweet tooth has died off a little bit. So mm. this has kind of fallen down my list uh for some other things. Uh but uh I will always love a soda. It is the soda I usually go to when I get one at work because we actually have them in a vending machine at work. Um a, uh, a funny fact about it, or not funny, but an interesting fact about it I, I saw is uh, it's actually not even cherry flavored in some other countries in the world. It's it's still called Code Red, but it's berry flavored in uh, Oceania, which is like Australia, New Zealand, and all that. Rather than be New Zealand, no, New Zealand, name Zander. 
My name's Xander. That's for Vic. Name's Xander. <laughs> Welcome to New Zealand. Come drink a berry flavoured code red. Berry. Welcome to Jumanji. Um uh, <laughs> But yeah. So like I said I had a lot of really good memories of uh uh chugging this uh liquid cherry syrup uh growing up, man, and uh um it was my, like I said, it was my go to for a very, very long time and uh it has since died off for me, like I said, because of the sweetness. And it's like two hundred and eighty calories and there's it like it's like 70% sugar, man. It's like, it's worse for you than an energy drink. Like no joke it has more sugar yeah. than an energy drink. So, uh, it's terrible for you, but it tastes really, really good. But it's one of those drinks now that it's, it's just, for me, it's really good in moderation. Like I get one every now and then I'm like, and it makes me appreciate it a little more. I think too. Do you like code? Exactly. Red? Uh, well, I like code red so much. It's my number four. Blake, <laughs> what's your, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is a red drink that never goes flat. Uh, it's good until the very last drop, and it's code red. Dude, it doesn't go flat. Un- unlike, <laughs> I don't think it can. No, unlike regular Mountain Dew, which goes flat halfway through the bottle. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot to say, my favorite way of drinking it. Uh, honestly, yeah, it's probably in a plastic bottle. It's probably a 20-ounce bottle. It's not bad in a yeah. can. Uh, it's too sugary in a fountain. I've only had it in a fountain a couple times. It's too much. I don't think I've ever had it in a fountain. Uh, there's Subway and Inman used to have it. It it's it's too syrupy, too syrupy. I can't do it. Mm. I don't mind it in a can. It's pretty good in a in a can, but it's best in its uh, bottle form. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the that's the form I wrote down for my Code Red as well. Because I, I don't think it's it's in many other. I don't think it's in any other than those three ways. I don't think it. May, I don't think they've ever released it in a glass bottle like they do the they do with the regular Mountain Dew. If they do, I need to find it. There's also the Code Red variants, like you have know, the remember the Code Red Amp Energy Drink, which was really good. Um, I have that one. Uh, they don't make. Do they make Amp anymore? Because they just do Kickstarter now, right? Mountain uh, Kickstarter. Yeah, I think that is. Yeah, because they, they yeah, to, I think the, that is the uh, the Energy, Dew energy drink. drink. Yeah, because it used to be Mountain Dew Amp, and then like then they had they released the Mountain Dew Code Red Amp, and they were dude, those things were crack. Those were straight crack. They were so good. But those were energy drinks. So they don't count anyway. But like, I know some places do the Mountain Dew Code Red Icies. Those are good and stuff like that. I've had stuff like that. But it's it's just yeah. a, it's a cherry flavor. It translates easy to a lot of things. But, so, um, do you have any uh, memories or fondness of why you like Mountain Dew Code Red? No, I don't have any like memories. It's just, and I don't remember it being released. Uh, I just know that it's. It tastes like a melted icy. So, so you came out in 2001. So how old you? You've been 14, 2001? Uh, 2001, I would have been, yeah, 14, 14. 13, yeah. 14. Yeah, so it's probably one of those things that just like it, like it probably just came out, you knew it was out, and you're like, oh, I'm going to drink this, and just been drinking it ever since. See, yeah. I, I remember because my buddy Andrew made a big deal about it because he was so stoked because he loved Mountain Dew. He's like, this thing's coming out. There were commercials for it everywhere. So we went and, like I said, we went and bought like a bunch of three liters of it. And then just like every Friday and Saturday night, that's like we just play video games, watch cartoons, and drink those, crush those things. I think that's why eventually Mountain Dew came out with Game Fuel uh, because they're like, okay, we know what the target audience is now. It's, you know, younger dudes and, and you know, females, but you know, uh, they, they had a target audience. It was younger uh, dudes who play video games and are nerds and don't have anything better to do, but get fat off our sugary soda. So they, uh, they targeted towards, so they went ahead and made a drink that was game fuel, which was basically 
basically code red. Um, it was just a little bit different. But what was the first game promoted for? Do you remember Halo or Halo Two? Halo or was it Halo Two? Halo Two, I think. One of the well, Halo. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. It was one of the Halos. Uh, and, and I, they did. I know they did Halo Two, and they did a Halo Reach, and they've done a couple of Call of Duty. They because they, they still do them for like all the Call of Duties now. I think they did Gears of War for it. Um, but the first one I remember was Halo, because I, th- I think Pepsi has a deal with Microsoft. Because you know, that's why Taco Bell always does the free Xbox giveaway, because Taco Bell is part of the Pepsi company. So, and and Microsoft has a deal with them. So I think Microsoft has a deal with. Uh, Pepsi company. So, uh, that would explain why it all, because you think about a game, uh, gears of war, uh, halo, those are all Microsoft games. There's no Sony exclusive games or Nintendo exclusive games tied to those. Yeah, dude, it's I, true. it did not make my list. I just want to, or I'm a honorable mention, but now there's thinking about video games and sodas. I do want to mention there was a soda, a uh, brand of sodas out when I was like 10 or 11. I don't know if you remember these. And all reason I know them is because a friend of mine's, Mom had a Sam's Club membership, and uh, this is a friend I tell you about all the time. That had he played video games religiously, and he had all yeah. he was the only child had all the games. Uh, they had Super Mario uh, sodas, and they came in the tiny little cans because they were meant for kids. But you know those like little they came in like little they were I want to say maybe four ounce cans. They're and this like, same, I feel like I I don't know them personally. I feel like I've seen like you know some YouTube shit about them. Oh, dude, they were so good. And my favorite was the Princess Peach because it was peach soda. Yeah. It was uh, peach soda, the Yoshi, I think, or is it Yoshi or Luigi? Luigi's might have been green apple. And then uh, the, I think the Mario was just regular cola. There were only four types. It was peach was peach, Luigi, I want to say it was green apple. Mario was regular, like a regular soda, I believe. And I think Yoshi had a soda. And I think his was like regular apple. It's like Japanese sweet flavors, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. or maybe his was like cherry, but, or maybe Mario's was a cherry. Somebody could look it up and probably correct me. Let me know. But the, I remember this thing. The one I remember distinctly, I can almost taste it was the, the peach, uh, princess peach one. But you know, they only made over a limited time. That's the only time I can ever remember, um, uh, Mario or Nintendo doing anything with sodas. Um, now refresh me. I'm not sure. Did Spider-Man, the animated series have a soda? Um, uh, if it did, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I can't remember either. Yeah, because I mean, I would have been, I've been young. Right, right. But uh, yeah, I just never, I never sure. I'm, I wasn't sure uh, if the uh, Spider-Man the anime series had a soda or not. But anyway, so yeah. your number four was my number four is Code Red, uh, which was my number five. So, yep. <clears throat> all right, so we're gonna move on to my number four. This is the this is my obscure soda reference that uh uh that i'm putting on here that i know a lot of people haven't had because it is local and you can only really get it in south carolina and north carolina at specific locations and so my number four is uh thomas creek breweries root beer so um i love root beer there was going to be a root beer on my list and this is my favorite root beer um it's just you know, it's a bummer that you can only get it one way. So there's only one way I like it. And the only way to get Thomas Creek root beer is on tap. Uh, you can get it at a place like Bricks Pizza. I think Vela Fellows got it. You can get them in Growlers. You know, you can rent Growlers from Thomas Creek Brewery in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, you know, if you live in the area. But, you still, I mean, you know, they give you a tap, so it's on tap. Um, 
uh, <clears throat> Thomas Creek Brewery obviously is a beer company. They make tons of beers. This is a non-alcoholic -alco beer. It's the on only non-alcoholic beverage they make. Um, but uh, first time I ever had it was at Bricks like 10 years ago, maybe now. And it uh, it is so good, man. It is so good. Uh, number one, like I said, because it is on tap, so it's like always super cold. And it's one of those sodas like you just want to slow sip it. Like it's so good. It's smooth. It's got a good blend of licorice and vanilla. Uh, it's a combination. It's not super fizzy. Um, you feel like you're drinking something authentic, like something that was fresh and fresh made, right like locally. It tastes, which is no weird for a soda to say about a soda, but it tastes. I don't know. It's just so good. It's so good. It should be probably higher on my list, but because I can't get it as often as I want. And uh, it isn't marketed any other way. I had to put it lower just because I get it once in a blue moon. But uh, it is my favorite root beer. Because um, like I said, I wanted to put a root beer on here. And I had to put my favorite. Uh, there were some others that almost made the list. Like Uncle Scott's, Virgil's, and stuff like that. But this is the ultimate root beer. Like I said, it is. I don't know how long it's been around, honestly. The brewery's been around since 98. But they haven't always made this root beer. So I, I know it's at least 10 years old because I've been drinking it, uh, since I worked at Panera, which was like 2011 or before then. So, um, but, uh, and it, for those who don't know or aren't from the area that are listening to this, Thomas Creek brewery is based out of Greenville, South Carolina. It's a local brewery to us. Uh, it's family owned. Um, but I, w I wish more people, I wish they would bottle this, man. I wish they would bottle it and put it out because they did. I, I, this one would be the one soda I would cave and buy a six pack of. I'm surprised ready. they haven't. Yeah. Can you not go, can you not go there and get it bottled? No, they have it in their tap room and their, in their, where you can eat and stuff like that. And like and I said, and you can rent a growler for like birthday parties or whatever. Cause we did that for our buddy Joe. Uh, Joe got one for his, well, I want to say his, his birthday party several years ago and we tapped it there. Then you got to return the growler to them. Um, but, uh, or like a keg or whatever it was, but he got a smaller one. So, uh, but that's the only way that I know how to get it. It was like either those cut those handful of restaurants locally, or like I said, rent a giant keg of it <laughs> and yeah. chug it before it goes bad. So, um, unfortunately, yeah, they bottle everything else. Even if they wanted to make it seasonal or whatever, I'd be cool with that. And I'd just buy a ton of it up in the season. Or like if you could go to the brewery in Greenville and get some, like you were saying, but, uh, unfortunately, I don't think they do that. I need to message them and ask them. A buddy Andrew used to work there. I'm not sure if he still does or not. If he does, I need to ask him about that. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, my number four is is the only real obscure one on my list. Um, but like one that you can only get here. <laughs> yeah. And that's gonna be uh, my number four is Thomas Creek Brewery's root beer. So all right. Um. I can tell you now, there's no root beer on my list. Yeah, you're not a big root beer guy, right? No, I don't get it. <laughs> oh, I love it. It isn't for everyone though. It is a very, very distinct taste. Like, uh, you know, it's 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 not super sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I get it. It's just like ginger beer or even ginger ale. Like, I get why people don't like a lot of stuff like that because it can. It's just like it's very. It's not super sugary. It's not super sweet, and it has a very distinct taste. But I love it. But I'm not. You know, gonna... ginger ginger ale just reminds me of being sick, so I don't know if I actually like it. Oh, I love ginger ale, but not enough to put anyone on my list. I, yeah. I, there was a period in time where I was obsessed with ginger ale, but I think I drank so much of it now that I'm like, uh, I pretty much only drink it when my stomach is upset. <laughs> so, all right, so uh, we're on my number three. 
That is correct. All right. My number three is Orange Coke. Is it really? From a fountain. Orange. Oh, you mean like the combination of the flavor orange and Coke? Yes. Because that's the only way you can get Orange Coke. Uh, you can get the bottle, but I think it's orange and vanilla. Yeah, it's orange vanilla Coke. Yeah, which I don't yeah, think they those make. are not I think, good. I actually don't mind them, but it's one of those you get like halfway through the bottle and you're like, okay, this has gone it's bad. It's rich. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Something about the vanilla. I'm not a big fan with vanilla and Coke. Same here. I'm not, but I do like that one all right. It's a, But like I said, I get like maybe a quarter of a way to a halfway through the bottle and I'm going, it feels like the flavor went bad because you opened it or something. I was just like, yeah. I, but uh, Steph loves it, but she loves all the vanilla Coke. She's like the cherry vanilla one that just came out and everything too. I'm not a huge fan, but yeah, the orange Coke, uh, I think I discovered it at firehouse because they have that you know coke remix machine and yeah you can get about moe's uh a bunch of places uh five guys i think has them yeah but if uh, you have you know zaxby's zaxby has them now some of them do i think the one uh uh not the one over here maybe i think the one in fountain inn had it uh the one near where we used to live okay hand up some of them have them some of them don't yeah i do know that they have uh found uh Zaxby's has one thing that nobody else I know in the world has, Fanta Cherry. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't. That is true because that was good too. Yeah, they don't make it in the bottle or nothing. Huh? Yeah, Fanta. uh, The only other place I ever knew had it was Subway in Inman, South Carolina. Was the only other place I ever went to that had Fanta Cherry. But I that's another one of those I drank so much of it that I don't like it anymore. Yeah. But anyway, I don't drink orange Coke as much, but yeah, it's, it's delicious. I don't have any history with it. Cause you know, those remixes are fairly new. So. And, and technically it's not really a soda. It's just Coke with orange flavoring because you mm-hmm. know, it, yeah. Cause what it is, I don't know if you know how those, those remix machines work. So like I said, it just pours extra syrup in it, right? Yeah. It, it gives you Coke, the Coke syrup. And then there's, uh-huh. then you select whatever flavor you want, and then just injects that orange syrup into it, just like you would if you wanted the orange Sprite or the orange yeah. Dr Pepper. It's the same syrup that goes in all of them. So, um, but I, because I, but I have, I have done those on the remix. They're good. It's good. I like the raspberry Coke too when you do from the remix machines. I, I'm not a fan of raspberry, so I haven't tried it. Raspberry. Raspberry. So, so yeah. Uh, so my number three is technically not a soda. So. Uh, <laughs> breaking the law breaking the law i'm gonna do it again uh oh, no. yeah, my, my number oh, no. three is orange coke you get another remix on here we'll see oh jesus okay <laughs> uh well that's half the fun of this list right is is that uh i do it legit and then you just you know make up whatever damn rules you want halfway through the list exactly why do I we even do this show his- why we make up the history you know what I, you know what i'm out what okay no no no, no. hold on oh uh, uh, sorry I'm back. What? No, no more remixes. No more remixes. No more remixes. Okay. Whoo! I thought it was gonna be our last episode. Um. So what? What's your number three? Well, my number three is legitimate soda. Okay. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's the orange coke from the remix. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> um. No, but my number three. I have a feeling my number three might be on your list, and I'm not sure because this is the one list where I did. Because, you know, it's such a broad subject. I wasn't confident with anything on your list. I don't, I don't drink a lot of soda. I have my certain ones. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I think my number three might be on your list because I know you like it. I just don't know if it's okay. on your list. But like I said, I didn't know anyone that would be on your list. But if 
out of all the ones on my list, I think it might be the only one that crosses over. I could be. Well, okay. we, I will say this. We do have a crossover, but it's on my honorable mention, so it's not a big deal. We'll get to that later. It's Dr. Pepper. Right. It's Dr. Pepper. But, uh, <laughs> wow, spoiler. But it's not on my list list, so that's why yeah. I, that's why I didn't feel inclined. No, I tell you that, we had Code Red. Code Red crossed over for us. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. I don't. There's not a lot for me unless you want to get obscure, and I'm not into obscure sodas like you know the ranch flavored and the pickle, <laughs> pickle soda. I'm not into that. Uh, you would drink up. You would try the pickle soda. You would try. I it. would try the ranch soda. That's true. That's disgusting. Um, all right. So my number three is going to be. It is a soda based out of the based out of the south. You will find this that most of these soda companies are based out of the south because yeah. uh, the south is based. full of fat, sugar eating, sugar drinking, <laughs> uh, sons of guns. So uh, my number three is a uh, a soda that's based out of uh, Salisbury, North Carolina. It has been around since 1917 and is considered the oldest family-owned bottling company. My number three is Cheerwine. Cheerwine. Uh, I thought Cheerwine was based in South Carolina. I'm thinking of Pepsi, right? Uh, Pepsi is South Carolina, I believe, and then uh, Coke is Georgia. So <laughs> we got the trifecta. But, yeah, uh, uh, Cheerwine is based out of Salisbury, North Carolina. So um been around since 1917. It is a black cherry soda. Um, mm-hmm. It, like I said, it is. Uh, it has not sold its rights to anybody else. It is still its own company, hanging in there. I don't think you can get it all over the country, but it is available in most of the country in one f- a way or form. Um, the uh, preferred uh, uh, way of drinking Cheerwine is glass bottle. Uh, my least favorite, honestly, is Fountain. I don't think it translates well to Fountain. Uh, the syrup just gets lost in translation. But I do like it in can a lot. I do like it in plastic bottle. But glass bottle is the way to go. It is so- okay. Well, I'll I'll go ahead and stop you. Uh, so I can just go ahead and throw my input. It's my number two. <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I figured. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it in the. I don't like it in the Fountain either. It's weird. But the only place that I've gotten. And as a fountain drink was Bojangles, so that could just be Bojangles. No, it's not because they had it. Uh, they had it in our cafeteria at work. They had cheer wine and fountain. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not good. I don't remember that cafeteria. It was such a such a vague memory. Yeah, now. it's been a long time ago. But yeah, they mm-hmm. had cheer wine because like, I used to get it a few and I, after a few times. I was like I don't like this in the fountain, man, for some reason. But uh, uh, I like it in the can. I do like it in a can too. I will. I'll, I'll tear it up in every way I can get it, except for probably fountain. But glass bought just something about it in a glass that it tastes fresh. It tastes so. Oh God, I love. So. See, I don't see. I, they taste good. All sodas in a glass bottle. I just don't like glass bottles because you just you can't suck the drink out. It has to flow out naturally. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's why you <laughs> always you, see, you see all this. Always- <laughs> can't suck a glass bottle i'm trying to suck the glass bottle uh well okay do you you know i don't know if you did this when you were a kid when i was a kid you get a you get a 20 ounce plastic bottle you don't you're a kid you do dumb shit you're like you know what i ain't lifting this bottle up i'm gonna have it sitting flat and i'm just gonna suck till the drink gets into my mouth right so your number two was also tier one uh, it was also cheer wine and i didn't do that with that so uh, i've never done that i've never done that i was just i've i've heard heard people say <laughs> I, they do I that figured, i figured kids done shit like that but no i mean i i, 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 feel I, like, I feel like that was something my cousins would do but uh i i can say personally i've never done that it's uh, kind of gross if you think about it yeah it's it's, it's <laughs> nothing <laughs> with backwash yeah pretty much <laughs> 
Best way to do uh, it, if you can get like a straw though, like a big long straw, because that's where you see stuff. Like in the old advertisements for old like glass bottle Coke and stuff, you'd always see them drinking it with a straw. So out of a glass bottle. So I'm pretty sure that's the mm. optimal way to drink it out of a glass bottle. I like if I have glass bottles at home, I like pouring them into a pint glass. You know, you get like a chilled pint glass. But it's a good way to do it because uh, you still get that glass flavor or whatever. So I think that the reason gla- glass, that wait, glass, is there a glass flavor? Not the flavor, but you know what I mean. There's no air. Not as much air gets into it. I think is why. I just, I just figured maybe they had the drink and then they made the glass around it. Yeah, giving it a certain flavor. Yeah, so the, right? yeah, the drink just kind of sits there, and then the glass mm-hmm. forms around it. Uh, it's but, a wonder. But I think the reason it tastes different, though, that I'm going to joke, is because not as much air permeates inside of a glass. Plus, you know, like the, a plastic, can something can have a plasticky taste. So, like, I think it kind of wears off on a soda after a while. So, like, Well, you know, I know that I know that Pepsi is not on either one of our lists, so I can talk shit about it. Yeah, absolutely. Pepsi... Pepsi Especially, I can drink Pepsi in a can. That's the like only way can, I can drink actually. it. That's the only way something I can drink it. About, something about the plastic bottle makes it taste like dish soap. I don't get it. It is bad. It is really bad. I cannot, will not. So, funny side story for people who don't know. So, we have a friend of ours named Ben. This uh, happened on night shift. Uh, when we, me and uh, all of us work together, work on uh, third shift. And uh, uh, I'm not a Pepsi guy. Uh, well, I had a Coke one night, and uh, Ben... Uh, uh, I guess jokingly knocked out of my hands and shook it all up. He felt bad and wanted to buy me another drink. And when he came back, he came back with a Pepsi. <laughs> and I was just like, guy, uh, I was like, I felt bad because I didn't make him get a drink or anything. He just decided to get one to be nice because he's the one that knocked out of my hand. And I was like, Ugh, I don't drink <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> he's like, damn it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yes, <laughs> it's gross. I was like, now I now I will drink Pepsi in. The can like growing up my dad didn't like coke my dad liked pepsi so if i wanted a soda my that's what my dad had what and he did he my dad hated dr pepper um yeah he's like it tastes like cough syrup uh, uh but uh he's and he's not wrong no it's just good cough syrup it's just wrong. good yeah well you know my mom my mom loved pepsi and my dad liked coke and i don't know if it's strictly because Jeff gordon and del Earnhardt, but i don't know but that's just the way it was when I was growing up. That's probably a little something to do with it. This is the South, boy. Maybe. This is the South. And my family was NASCAR. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so we've been getting off a lot of changes. My number th- my number three was is Tierawine. Did you do your number three? What was your number three? My number three was Orange Cove. Okay, so we did do your number. So we are now we're on your number two. So your, yes. num- your number two is also Tierawine. Is also Tierawine. Oh, yeah, so I love uh, – uh, there's a lot of like variants of things of cheer wine. You can get like there's a bunch of like local barbecue joints around here that make cheer wine flavored barbecue sauce, and it is so good. That sounds amazing. Uh, do you know? Okay, so over here on Wade Hampton Boulevard, there's Tom's Barbecue. It's where the Greenville Jewelers is and all that. You know what I'm talking about? It's in a shopping center oh, near where McDonald's you said is. It's on Wade. On Wade Hampton. Oh yeah 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 yeah. It's like almost across street up on a hill in that shopping center there. I don't yes. end is Tom's Barbecue. They make a cheer wine barbecue sauce, and it's the only place I I know. There's one other place that makes it, but Tom's used to be also over there on Woodruff Road. That's why I know about it. And they're uh they have the cheer wine barbecue sauce, and it is good, bro. It is good. Their barbecue is good too. It's not as good as uh Circle Pit uh barbecue, but it is okay. It is good. I was say I don't know what is. Circle Pit Barbecue. For those who don't know, we have a friend of ours who's about to open up a barbecue business called Circle Pit Barbecue, and that that barbecue is uh, it slaps. 
It's, so, yeah, it slaps real hard. So anyway, uh, but yeah, if you want cheer wine barbecue sauce, you got to go over to Tom's. Uh, their barbecue is pretty solid. So, uh, and they got some good sides and stuff too. Good eating over there. If you want to give that a try. But uh, anyway, so yeah, your number two. Cheer wine. Cheer wine. Do you have anything else to add to cheer wine? Nope. Okay. So, all right. So we're going to go ahead and do my number two. We're flying through this list just like we thought we would. So uh, my number two is, this is uh, sort of like where I knew I was going to put a root beer on my soda, on my soda list. Uh, I knew I was going to put uh, an orange soda on my soda list and I was going to put one high. Um, orange Coke. Dude, nice. From the remix. Now, from uh, the remix. Uh, my, my number two is Sunkissed orange soda now this was tough for me because i do love crush orange soda as well um but in the end it's always been sunkissed sunkissed is just a little sweeter um crush is a little fizzier right yeah it's a little more carbonated and uh the uh fanta orange soda can eat a big bag of butts it is terrible most fanta sodas are bad i think i'll say most fantas are bad isn't fan is fanta even carbonated it is supposed to be it's a soda i just keep thinking fanta is like the you know, this generation's Fruitopia. Oh God, Fruitopia was gross. Uh, but no, no, it, it's soda. It's soda. Uh, but because, but yeah, the, the only one I've ever liked is the Fanta Cherry. But Fanta Orange, can you, it doesn't even taste like orange soda. Like, like, uh, like you know, not like a knee high or uh, sun kissed or. Now I did, I did almost, almost put an obscure one at my number two because uh, now everyone knows Bilo sells check. Czech Cola now, which you know is also Win Dixie brand based out of Jacksonville, so I know a lot about Czech Cola. But uh, they used to have a brand called Sun Pop, and uh, was their store brand. Bilo did the grocery store around here, and uh, the Sun Pop made a Sun Pop. You know they had strawberry soda, grape soda, but they had Sun Pop orange soda because it's a play on Sun Kissed, and that is the greatest orange soda I've ever had. But it doesn't exist anymore, and uh, it might just be my nostalgia playing tricks on me. So since I couldn't. <laughs> Uh, verify if it's still the best orange soda. I didn't want to put it on my list. So Sunkissed is actually the orange soda I'm picking. So Sunkissed uh, orange soda came around in 1979. It is owned by the Dr. Pepper Keurig company. And it was, I think it was created and tested in movie theaters, like uh, as a new type of flavor of soda, which was like a fruit flavored soda and orange being the most popular. Um, it's another reason why it probably tastes a little bit better than the other ones. You know, it's the only one that has caffeine. It is the only huh. orange soda that has caffeine. So, um, which, you know, I didn't learn until recently when letting Milo have orange soda. Because I was like, orange soda doesn't have caffeine. Oh, I was wrong because it was sun-kissed and it does have caffeine. <laughs> and they let a seven-year-old chug a whole damn can of it uh, right before bed. So, um, I, you know who loves orange soda? Kel, oh, I, know who love, I know who loves orange soda. Kel loves orange soda. And I love orange soda. I've been obsessed with orange soda since I was a kid. I, uh, it was borderline my number one on my list, but I think in the end my number one is uh, it was your number it, one. Yeah, it's my number. It's always going to be my number one. It will it will always be my number one. But uh, well, we might cross paths. We might. Uh, uh, but my number, but yeah, my number two was like I said, it had to be an orange soda, and I just love. I like it. I, I'll drink Crush if I can't find Sunkissed. I'll drink Knee High if I can't find the other ones. Um, like I think half the reason the kind of, two kind of like like for some reason like Crush falls down my list a little bit is when we first moved to Greenville when I was little. Uh, I have this vivid memory of this daycare that we used to stay at this very like big like kid daycare, and 
uh, I think it was like five or so. And they had a vending machine. You put a quarter in, you get a soda. And I remember like, they uh, they had all the crushed sodas. And these older kids would always get these sodas. And I'd always ask my mom and uh, dad for quarters for sodas. And we I never got them because I was too little to get soda. And I think I had this like hatred towards crushed soda for a long time because of it. So now as an adult, I understand it's not that bad. But Sunkiss is just a superior orange soda. And they're not a quarter. And they're not a quarter. Definitely not a quarter now. Do you have an orange? What's your favorite orange soda? I might mention in my honorable mentions if we go there. Okay, we'll we'll worry about that then. <laughs> we'll worry about that then. Uh, so yeah, I don't have too much more to uh, uh, offer on Sunkiss other than I just love it. And uh, oh, my favorite way to drink it. Ooh, so I've had it in every form. Um, this is the one where I will say I think in the can is superior to the glass bottle. Um, can yeah. Something it just it, I think because um, in the glass bottle it's almost too syrupy. Um, and in the plastic bottle, it's somewhere in between. I think the, 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 in the can, it adds it's something that just feels a little more carbonated, just enough carbonated to just to hit that perfect note, but I'll drink it's it slop. anyway. You give it to me. It slops, dude. It slops. It slops. Um, so, uh, my number two is sunkissed orange soda. Um, so yeah, now we're uh, getting to the part of the show uh, where we're going to hit you with these right here. Yeah. That's right, you almost made it. It's a uh, time of the part of the show where we're going to do our honorable mentions. Um, you went first, right? Yep. Oh, okay, so we're going to go ahead and let you uh, dive into your honorable mentions, Blake. Okay, I got two of them. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is <laughs> Lime Coke from Freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from the remix? Yeah. Okay. Uh, free, whatever they're called. Freestyle remix, whatever. Yeah, it's the same stuff. It's the same thing. Now, they did make a Lime Coke, but I think it was di- Diet Coke. That sounds right. That sounds right. And I did love those. So I thought it was like Lime Coke Zero. Or something like that. It wasn't regular Coke. Yeah, it wasn't regular it was. Coke. No, no. Yeah, it was some kind of didn't, diet. Didn't but, they make um, a lime Pepsi recently? <laughs> yes, and they're not good. I did buy a case of those. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, they were not good. You know, there's a uh, side store, sidebar for I forget. There is a brand new flavor of Mountain Dew, and I've only seen it the one time, and I haven't seen it since. And it's a, it's called like Shark Bite or something, or Shark something. It's for I guess for the summer, and I don't know what flavor it is. I need to look it up and find it. But there is what an, color is it? It's it's like a light blue can, I think. It's blue flavor. It's blue flavor. There's like ten blue yeah. flavors of uh Mountain Dew. But uh but anyway, yeah, it uh I, I was like, Oh, I've tried every single other version of Mountain Dew. I need to find it. If I find it, I'll try to buy a twelve pack and bring you one. Well, speaking of Mountain Dew, my second honorable mention is Livewire. Oh god, I love Livewire so much. So, so that's, that's your, that orange, orange soda. soda. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I almost put orange soda on my, I mean, Livewire on my list instead of Code Red, but I was like, man, I don't want to have two orange sodas in my list. Well, you know, in Livewire, just like Code Red, you can feel the kidney stone. Oh, absolutely. Immediately. Now, I know you can still get it. You can still get it in the plastic bottle. Uh, yeah, you, and that's that's the way I like it. 
because I, I don't think I've had it any other way. I've had it in the can because when it first came out, they used to make 12 packs of it, but I don't think they make it in 12 packs. I think the only way you can get it's like at gas stations in a 20 ounce. Mm-hmm. I think it's the only way. I don't see it in stores that like like grocery stores at all. I think the only place I've ever seen it is like at like QT or we have them at work, stuff like that. But yeah, Livewire does live Livewire slaps. That's good. It does. Um, right on. So my honorable mentions are as previously mentioned. One of them is Doctor Pooper, um, which uh, the only other thing I wanted to add about Doctor Pepper is it was created by a chemist in 1880. Uh, and it wasn't really sold here nationally until 1904. So it has been around forever. Uh, but that, you know, that probably the chemist thing and the whole pharmacy thing explains why it's called Dr. Pepper and stuff. But anyway, another, my other honorable mention is also made by the Dr. Pepper Keurig company. And, and that is uh Tahitian treat. Um, I couldn't find hardly any information about this soda, but it is a fruit punch soda. Um, it used to, I think it was really it good. Uh, it was originally made by Can- uh, Canada Dry. It was called Canada Canada Dry. Canada Dry. Canadian Dry. Canadian Dry. Canadian Dry. Treat. Titty and Treat. Canadian Tid Treat. There you go. Treat. Tahitian Treat. It's a fruit punch soda. You can still get it. It's usually in the section of your. Uh, store that where like RC and Sunkiss and all the yeah all the flavored sodas are so um you choose it on the bottom row somewhere uh do yourself a flavor uh and uh I'll see what you did there uh-huh. uh that was a dad move <laughs> <laughs> and drink you some Tahitian treat uh it, it is not uh it's it's really sweet so it's one of those that you're not gonna want to drink a whole lot it, but uh it uh. It is tasty. Like it's to me, it's only really good in the summer. Like I want to drink it in the summertime. Like because it's just that kind of soda. But uh, yeah. So my other automation is a uh, Tahitian treat, the fruit punch soda. All so, right. So now we're gonna get to down to the uh, nitty gritty dirt band, um, and then uh, we're gonna do our number ones. Uh, uh since uh, we already did our number two. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> Like, like, what is your top soda? Your number one. Uh, my number one. Um, I apparently I've already mentioned it. Uh, and my number three would have slightly variation to it, but uh, my number one is Coke. Uh, spoiler alert: my number one is Coke. It has to be. <laughs> it's the gr- you haven't mentioned it, and I would be completely yeah. shocked. Yeah. It's the best soda that's ever been created, and uh, mm-hmm. that's why there's eight billion variants of of it. Just like my like my number one candy bars was Hershey bar. Like you can't have Hershey's with almonds and all these other candies that Hershey's makes without Hershey's chocolate. So you got to give credit where credit is due to the OG what started it all, and that is Coca Cola. Coca Cola, and also as I mentioned earlier, that's the Dillon Hard drink. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, come on! If the Intimidator drinks it, we drinks it. We drink it. It's just so good. It slaps, uh, and you know those people, those morons that say you can't taste the difference between Pepsi and Coke are, are just—that's uh, just blasphemy. Yeah, yeah there, there are some things where you can't taste the difference between them, like certain types of foods and drinks. Like when it comes to mm-hmm. brand to brand, this is not one that is a debate. They—they they are, they are distinctly different. They are absolutely different. <laughs> like the, to me, there's no question. Like I could put them two in a different glass, and you go, "Well, those are completely different drinks." Absolutely, they are because Coke is. Uh, drinkable and Pepsi can go die in a burning burning fire. Uh, 
take that <laughs> take, take that Jeff Gordon take that Gordon <laughs> not in my house take that DuPont 24 and drive it and turn right instead of left <laughs> I wonder if they ever made any like rainbow Pepsi cans because I would love to have those oh you know they probably did because I do I was a Gordon fan too so not going to sit here and yeah, talk crap about your, them you love both your parents so you love both of them exactly Exactly. But we know who number one is. Uh, who was number one? Oh, well, technically it was number three. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but number one in my heart. Uh, there you go. Uh, but well, How do you prefer your Coke? Okay, so yeah, there's you know, there's tons of ways to drink Coke. My favorite version of Coca-Cola is in the tall glass bottle, the Mexican Coca-Cola. The with Mexican Coke. Those things do slap. God, they're so good. With the cane sugar... Yeah. Oh my God, they're so good. Uh, but there is not a way they prepare Coke that I won't drink it. I'll drink in the fountain can, gla- uh, glass bottle, uh, you know, plastic bottle doesn't matter. Uh, and unlike Pepsi or others, it is one of those like Coke is fizzy until the last swig. Like mm-hmm. it is carbonated. To, now, like I said, you do feel like you could take you know oil off a driveway with it when you're drinking it because it, it it does feel harsh but it's that good burn man it's that good well burn. and also like when you're done with it it's so syrupy you can't swallow oh it's, it's so good i love coke um matter of fact i had my one soda today right before uh, we drank uh started this podcast and it was a coca-cola um, well you know i have a 12 pack in the fridge right now god i love it and I, i'm trying to tell myself not to buy anymore i'm just gonna because uh, when I buy them, I buy the cube. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotta get that deal, man. Gotta get that deal. Uh, so, a little, I'll give you a little history about Coke since while we're all, since we both doing Coke. So, the funny thing about Coca Cola was it was originally marketed as a temperance drink, like a, a patent medicine to make yourself feel better. It was marketed as a medicine, basically. <laughs> Is what Coke was originally marketed as until you realize people love the taste of it and it's not really a damn medicine because in the eight, late 1800s, you had tons mm-hmm. of swindlers just trying to sell whatever they could how, and lie about it. It's like, oh, this, drink this new tonic. It's going to save your life. And like, but it's actually a, just a damn uh, a beverage, like just a regular soda that you could have. Um, it's been around since 1886. Uh, have you been to the uh, Coke Museum? No, uh, I want to go. It's pretty cool, man. If, uh, yeah, I think you'll like it a lot. But and uh, I want to try the bad cokes. Oh uh, yeah, they have some, a lot of most of those sodas in the was it Coke around the world or whatever it is they had upstairs. Most of them yeah. are hard to drink. The Asian ones are really good because a lot of them are really sweet. Like they have a green apple Fanta. I take that back. Green apple Fanta is on point, but it's really good. But all the European sodas suck. The Caribbean sodas are pretty good. There's like a Bahamian soda that we got all the way down there. It's like a fruit punch soda, and it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, they give you the whole history of Coke and how it, uh, um, started and stuff like that. So interesting thing about Coke is, uh, the recipe is not patented because in order to patent the recipe or get a copyright of the recipe, uh, to patent a drink, you have to give every ingredient and, um, excuse me, they have a secret ingredient that they do not want to give up because that's what makes Coke Coke, uh, so in order to do that, they have to just keep the recipe on lockdown. So they literally have it in a giant, highly protected safe in the world of Coke in Atlanta, Georgia. So it is pretty cool, man. So, but yeah, that because uh, they are so secretive about that recipe that they uh, they they don't even have it patented. So somebody could steal the recipe and just make Coke, and there's nothing Coke could do about it. They just have to call just call it something else. But like Jack Cola. 
There you go. Uh, which is not Coke. Uh, no. No, it's not. I feel like there's no sugar in Czech Cola. But, uh, oh, no, it's all syrup. Oh, so back back to that old uh, damn uh, Bilo brands. They had they had a, their version, uh, unlike Czech, they had their version of Pepsi and version of Coke. And uh, Pepsi was Spin Cola. And, uh, Spin. Weren't yeah. we trying to think of that the other day? I think we were. Because uh, Coke was Rally Cola. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, that's I, it. Oh I remember my God. The guys in high school, we used to get, uh, like big cases because they were cheap. It was like a dollar fifty for like 24 pack, uh, like two dollars or like that for a 24 pack of Rally Damn, Cola. It tasted like a, yeah, but we would, we would pound them damn things back and be like, we go Rally. <laughs> go Rally God, Cola. They, were, they were so bad. They were real bad, but some pop was on point. Uh, also, no, Coke tried to change their, uh, uh, recipe in the 80s because like I said the recipe is not patented they tried to change it in the 80s and that's what new coke was everyone hated it because it's hot garbage uh, uh, and then they went back to um, re- their old recipe right after because their sales were plummeting um, proof that not change doesn't help everything so <laughs> uh, coke needs to stay coke uh, but yeah of course in the late 80s and early 90s there were a ton of jokes about uh you know, new Coke and stuff like that. Just I remember when Pepsi tried to do clear Pepsi. Oh yes, and then they brought it back a couple of years ago. Oh, it's hot garbage. It's terrible. Uh, well, you know, I was so excited and I drank and I'm like, oh yeah, this shit tastes like crap. So yeah, this shit tastes like crap. <laughs> go back to the vault. <laughs> you you said this shit tastes like crap. Tastes like crap. He called the shit poop. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So Blake, what's your number one again? Uh, my number one is Coke. Uh, my, my number one is also Coke, my dude. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Blake, run down your top five one more time. All right, number five is uh, Dr. Pepper. Number four is Code Red. Number three is Orange Coke. It counts. Number two is <laughs> Cheerwine. And number one is Coke, my dude. It's what? Coke, my dad. Coke, okay, Coke. Because when you go back and re-listen to this episode, that's not what you said. Uh, Sweet. So, no, number five is Mountain Dew Code Red. Number four is Thomas Creek Brewery's Root Beer. Um, number three is Cheerwine. Number two is Sun-Kissed Orange Soda. And number one is the king of all sodas, Coca-Cola. So, um, I think that was a pretty good list. It's actually, this, uh, this episode's running a little longer than I thought. So, we're going to start speeding things up a little bit here. Uh, <laughs> um we're put to a part of our show uh, uh, where we uh, uh, act like we're uh, Jeff Goldblum, and we uh, uh, we're going to give you uh, what we like to call our. It's the weekly recommendations, baby. That's right. This is the segment of the show where we give you a recommendation on TV, film, comics, movies, uh, whatever medium we happen to be into going on that week. Uh, just uh, you know, spread what we are into, maybe, uh, and give you guys some ideas to get into yourself. So, Blake, what is your weekly recommendation? All right. Uh, so this is a fairly old game. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on all platforms. Is uh, Brawlhalla? Brawlhalla. Brahala. Uh Atlas wanted to play today and every time we get on it, I just forget that it's it's really good to be a free game. Yeah, it's not bad and, for free. Uh, and it and if you know, if you're not familiar with it, it's basically a Smash Brothers knockoff 
but it's one that Atlas really likes playing. So me and him will get online and go play people. And he won't do that with Smash. I don't. He just he does not like Smash mainly because I take it a little serious. So yeah, you that, got a problem. Uh, yeah, I have a problem. <laughs> but you know, we can all brawlhalla. I still get serious, but. But you know, not he's better. Sense. He's he's better than me on Raw Hollow, so yeah, I'm it, hum, I'm humble. Yeah, it's basically it's a it's a dumbed down Smash Brothers. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not bad for a free game. It's definitely not bad. They do need to change the ridiculous pricing of those. They games. gotta change those damn the mammoth coins. I, I don't understand. I'm not. Uh, it really makes me mad. Yeah, I, uh, you know, until people stop playing it as much, they're not going to lower the price. Eventually, it's going to lower the price. Like in a year or so, that price will get lower again. Go, I just want the Adventure Time skins to lower. That's it. I don't need anything else. I want the Adventure Time ones, and I want the wrestling ones. But um, and I love Steven and, Universe one. I want. Yeah. I want them all. They just need to make a damn. Uh, like a combo, like a DLC pack, like a pack, like a season pass, like like I'll pay, exactly. I'll pay, I'll gladly pay like twenty twenty five bucks for a season pass and just get all the skins because it's not exactly. like they're new champions. They're just skins of champions that are in the game. You're basically playing a champion that's in the game that looks like Jake. You know what I mean? So, um, if, and if you're not familiar with the game, I'll explain how these mammoth coins work and why they they make me so mad. All right. To buy, they're called crossover skins. So you got Adventure Time, Wrestling, blah, 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 blah. To buy one of them is 300 Mammoth Coins. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me go to the store and buy some. Nope, not an option. 140 which is $6, or 340 which is $13. So no in between. So it's $13 <laughs> for a skin. Not a character. Not a, a brand skin. new character. Just a skin that goes on a character you already own. It's, it's ridiculous. And it does nothing to the character. It just looks different. So, yeah. And if you want Finn and Jake, which, you know, if me and Atlas are playing, it's what we're going to do. That's 600 Mammoth Coins. There's no option for that. The next one up is 540 and that's uh, $20. And then the next one after that is $35. So, so if you want two skins, you basically have to pay $35. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And the game's free. And it's only $20 to get all the characters. Exactly. <laughs> to get the characters is $20. That tells me. But, that, I tell you know what that tells me is that those licensing fees were probably like insanely ridiculous. expensive. Yep. That I didn't think about that. Other than that, the game's fantastic. Which you know I find it hard to believe that the Cartoon Networks Network ones are expensive. I could see WWE being ridiculous, but oh, the, yeah. I, I would think that Cartoon Network would do anything to get their product out there. A lot of those like small because you know even though the cartoons are popular, it's still you know, any way you can get those, especially like something like Steven Universe and Adventure Time, they're not even around anymore. They're not shows yeah. that don't exist anymore. So And and Hellboy too, because that oh, yeah, movie flops, so I'm sure they just want their product anywhere they can have it. Right. But that was the cartoon version of Hellboy, right? The, I mean, the comic version of Hellboy. Yeah, but it was still promoting the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It came out right when the movie kid. Oof. Which is weird, because it's a rated R movie for a kid's game. But There you go. <laughs> but Anyways, yeah, that's what, you know, we've been playing. It's... I know we just complained for ninety percent of it, but it is a fantastic game. Yeah, it's, it's fun. fun and it's free. It's free, so mm-hmm. it's worth taking a shot on a free game if you like to play games, especially if if you have like a Switch, especially with four controller, anything with four controllers, it's a good fun party game. So uh, yeah, we have it on the Switch and the PlayStation or uh, Xbox. We got it on the Switch. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, uh, my honorable mention this week is uh, for all the weebs out there and i imagine most of the weebs that listen to this show have probably already watched this anime and if they don't or they're in the middle of it or just catching up because there's still one episode left that comes out this week but uh my weekly recommendation is anime called tower of god um 
you can watch it on Crunchyroll for I know for a fact that's where I'm watching it, and um, I think the subs and dubs are on there, and then I also think it's on Hulu. I'm pretty sure it's also on Hulu. It was based off a Korean webtoon, uh, which is it's way ahead of where the anime is. Well, there's one episode left in this season, and the last episode that I just watched like a huge cliffhanger. But anyway, in a nutshell, it's uh, you know it, it's a basic. It's a very almost a, a little more dramatic, uh, shonen type anime about these. This main character is trying to climb this, you know, thing called a tower of God in this world that exists. It's not our Earth. It's like a different world, and apparently, if you get to the top, you can get like a gift or something like that, or some kind of blessing happens. You can ask for something from the king or whatever. That's kind of vague about what how that really works. But the whole end, the first season is all about these tests and these trials of these main characters and, and trying to climb the tower. And it's, you know, there's a lot of battles and stuff like that, but it tells a really good story. Um, and the char- main character is just your typical anime boy lead. Um, and then, but it's the characters around them. Usually like when most animes that make animes really good and the characters around them are really interesting. So it's, uh, it's, going to be 13 episodes once this new episode airs and that'll be the end of this season and then i'll have to wait for a year probably to see the new damn one or i can just read the webtoons but i'm lazy i want to see it move and talk to me so uh it's called tower of god like i said again uh and it is available on crunchyroll and i'm pretty sure hulu well alrighty, man so uh that show we're at a little over an hour so we're at a little over an hour um we're going to do the send offs here real quick. So, uh, uh, once again, uh, uh, you guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, my name is Paul Jansen you can find me on Instagram at my underscore dad underscore life. Um, and I got a new music project coming up, uh, but I'm not going to talk about it yet because there's no way to find me and no way to listen to it yet, but I'm excited about it and that should be out in the next few weeks. Other than that, I don't have a whole lot going on. Uh, you can find the podcast on Instagram at objectively subjective podcast on twitter at objectively subjectively sub but we don't hardly ever update that you can find us on facebook just by searching our objectively subjective um we're on apple spotify uh stitcher google please go on apple uh, apple give us a five stars and the review it helps the algorithm and other people find us we don't care what you say about us you can talk all kind of bad stuff about us just please give us five stars uh spread the word spread the news thank you for all those who are doing that so far uh we do appreciate it greatly um our numbers have gone up a little bit recently so that's kind of good so it is showing that you know the word is getting out of there so um appreciate it again for all the loyal listeners who do listen and we know that you guys are out there and we appreciate it um but once again i'm also in uh joined by Uh, i am blake allen you can find me on uh on the instagrams uh my art page where i just the gram the gram uh i just recently painted a big four foot painting of anime tits so um yeah it's not family friendly so uh but that's (laughs) blake that's blake allen art and uh I have uh, um, music uh, that should be on Spotify right now. I, I think it's on Spotify now, but anyways, if not, it will be soon. And that's called Doria, D-O-R-I-Y-A-H. It's a little metal project, lo-fi metal project that me and my friend Nick are doing. So, um, yeah. Cool deal. Check my stuff out. Check, 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 check it out. 
So, um, uh, as always, as keeping with tradition, we're going to be uh, sending you guys out with some tunes that we are picking for the week. And uh, this week we're picking uh, another local band to the area here, but actually is uh, getting pretty big. And um, it is a, a grindcore band. Uh, it has some friends in it. They are called uh, they're called Worm. If you look them up uh, like on Facebook or Spotify, you have to type W V R M, but you know it's pronounced Worm. Um, this is a song off. I think I believe their most recent release. Um, I believe the song is called Years of Lead. So uh, it is quick, it is loud, but it is a lot of fun. So please listen to it and enjoy, guys. Uh, the song uh, is by a band called Worm. Thanks, guys. <laughs> 